afternoon and welcome to Philanthropy Matters on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. I am your host, Wanda Pierce, and I'm here with today's guest, the fabulous Savannah Pierce. Uh, welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, if the name sounds familiar, it is true. It's National Nepotism Day. Excuse me. Take your child to work day. Uh, this is my daughter, Savannah Pierce, and she was nice enough to fill in today. We had a last-minute scratch on our guest, and she was available. No school today. And so she is joining us as our guest host, so I really appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about what the show's all about. It's called Philanthropy Matters, and it's because that's what I believe. I spent the bulk of my professional career, over 29 years, working in the philanthropic sector. And I've had the privilege of leading several nonprofit organizations, as well as sitting on boards of nonprofit organizations. So what is philanthropy? What does it mean? Webster's definition of philanthropy is its goodwill to fellow members of the human race. It's especially active efforts to promote human welfare. It's an act or gift done or made for humanitarian purposes. Philanthropy literally means love of mankind. It's people donating millions. It's kids collecting canned goods. It's volunteering your time. It's donating your skills. But I believe the most important aspect of philanthropy is that it's a two-way street. Those who give also receive. And over the course of this uh, radio program, we've had the privilege of meeting with folks involved in philanthropies in all sectors of the community. Social services, safety net providers, education, criminal justice, social justice, racial equity, youth development, affordable housing, homelessness, the arts, and the environment. Philanthropy involves individuals, families, organizations, and companies, all making efforts for the greater good. And so with that, I am actually going to change hats with my guest. She is going to be the host, and she's going to be interviewing me. So with that, let me turn it over to Savannah Pierce. Okay, um, so the first question is, how long have you worked in philanthropy? Tell me about your career. I have been working in philanthropy for a very long time, almost three decades, and I have enjoyed working in uh, philanthropy. I started my career working um, in the for-profit sector, but then at some point I felt I wanted to have more. Um, I wanted my work to reflect a lot of my values, and so I went into the nonprofit sector. I worked for United Way in the national office. Uh, I also worked in um, uh, direct services, what they call direct services nonprofit, the uh, Washington Tennis and Education Foundation, where I was helping kids through tennis and education long before you came along. Um, also, I worked for the um, Arlington Community Foundation here in Arlington. And I know you are very familiar with that organization, having gone to many, many, many meetings and events over the course of uh, my uh, nine-year career there. And so I have um, enjoyed nonprofits, and I have enjoyed um, different aspects of non the nonprofit uh, world. It's good to be able to have your work 
and your some of your passions are integrated together. Okay, nice. Now, what was your first experience in philanthropy? Well, okay, Savannah, that goes back to my childhood. Uh, my parents were people that really believed in giving back to the community. Um, my mother, I remember she always gave to the March of Dimes. And I remember the letters coming in with the, with, and you'd actually put a dime on it. And um, she was really, um, she really felt even her small contribution was important. And then she was always giving to the Salvation Army. And it's interesting because to this day, I always give to those two charities uh, in addition to other ones, but I just continue, continue the tradition. And uh, my father, your grandfather, was very much into giving back to the community. He did a lot. Um, he he um, Well, he did a lot of coaching. He coached youth hockey up in Boston. And uh, I think he the kids won the city championship, uh, uh, an all-black uh, youth hockey team won the Boston City Championship. But he was also volunteering with a lot of other things, and he really believed in um, helping his community, whether it was through the Chamber of Commerce as a, a businessman or uh, writing a book on on um, the history of Roxbury, uh, Massachusetts, and just doing things uh, to give back, giving people, and giving people jobs that wouldn't um, otherwise be able to be employed. It was. It's called workforce development. He was into workforce development before they really had a, a, a name for it. Giving people jobs that are hard to find jobs. But anyway, so that was my my kind of my early years in philanthropy, and and I and I hope I have passed those down to my own daughter. Those values. Yeah. So. Oh, can I tell one little story? Um. Sure. It won't be too embarrassing. Okay. So, uh, as head of the Arlington Community Foundation, um, you know, I really believe in philanthropy. And I recall a certain uh, three, four-year-old who didn't want to donate her toys to the, the, local, <laughs> the local charity, local goodwill. It was really, really kind of, <laughs> what have I done? What have I, didn't I do? But I'm proud to say now my, my daughter is, is, a, is a, herself a philanthropist and does give back. But sorry, I had, to, I had to share that little story. But I do believe that philanthropy uh, begins at an early age and that people really need to start um, uh, sharing with their children uh, why it's important to help other people. Uh, adding on to that, why did you create this show? Well, um, I felt uh, after nine years of working for the Arlington Community Foundation and um, leading efforts there and knowing a lot of people that are doing good works and a lot of organizations and having had a passion for philanthropy for almost 30 years, I decided I wanted to find a way to, um, to share good works uh, however I could. And so Arlington Independent Media is just a fabulous uh, avenue for people to um, express uh, what they believe in. And whether it's by way of video or by way of radio, people um, here at the Arlington Independent Media Organization, a nonprofit, are sharing messages, important messages about a wide range of things. Uh, people have shows on everything from aging to soccer to art, music, um, current affairs, politics, 
it's just a wide range. Um, there's one show called uh, Choose to be Curious. I mean, it's just a wonderful way to get uh, messages out to the community um, and share information. So um, my choice was radio as opposed to um, video at this time, but it has really been a, a great way. And the reason why I chose philanthropy as the topic of my radio show is because I, I have been in the philanthropic sector for all these years. So that was uh, what I did. So I did, took the training here at Arlington Independent Media and then uh, proposed my show. It was accepted, and here I am, 30 shows later. Are you enjoying the show? Uh, yes. In fact, I am enjoying it immensely, and I always comment to people it's a, it's a great way to end a Friday afternoon, being able to have a show that features people that are doing good work, people who, um, whether it's people um, representing organizations or themselves, they're all uh, talking about doing good. Now, there's always issues that they're trying to solve, so there is that aspect of it, but it is. But the bottom line is that we are um, in philanthropy, trying to solve community problems or trying to highlight things in the community and help other people. So that's why I created the show, and I'm really enjoying being able to, uh, like I said, end my Fridays on a very positive note, uh, knowing that positive people have come on to the show and given their message. Uh, so, who has been your favorite guest so far? Oh, now I, I wouldn't be able to actually answer that question because um, I have to say I, I, all of my guests I, I love equally. I can't choose one. So I don't have a, I, I don't have a, favorite, a favorite guest. They're all my favorites. What were some of the types of shows, you know, that you like? Well, um, I, the thing about this show, Philanthropy Matters, is that um, we try to uh, cover a wide range of topics. And so I really kind of would have to, like, break it down to different categories. Uh, as I was saying in the opening, you know, so, uh, philanthropy uh, can be in a number of different ways. So... I think I mentioned social services. And so social services are things like um, the Arlington Food Assistance Center. You remember AFAC? Yes, I do. Did you ever actually have an experience yourself with AFAC? Uh, yeah, once. Yeah, well, I think a couple of times. Family bagging night, does that, does that rem do you remember anything about that? Yeah, I helped out a little bit there. Yes, you did. Yeah, on some. So that was, um, that's important, that you were there with other kids and bagging up groceries for those in need. Um, and that, and you know, AFACT is one of, the Arlington Food Assistance Center is, um, you know, one of our largest social service providers. And there is also um, organizations uh, like um, ACEBAN, uh, uh, Bridges, to independence. And in fact, we had uh, Bridges to Independence on a couple of weeks ago. We had the executive director uh, talking about what they're doing, how they're trying to help families that are homeless 
um, move into permanent housing. Uh, they're training people to have jobs so that they can afford the housing. And they, are all, they also have youth programs to develop the youth. And so they do a whole lot in terms of social services. Then we also had uh, Doorways for Women and Families, and that is an organization that helps survivors of domestic abuse get back on their feet and independent, and helping it also helps the families. So we had the, um, the CEO from that organization on our uh, show to talk about uh, that area. Uh, we've had the, um, the folks from the CEO from Arlington Thrive, which is an organization that does, it, it helps people that are experiencing um, uh, sudden uh, financial disabilities and not, not able to pay rent or a bill or something, and they need immediate assistance. And so um, Arlington Thrive works with the county to be able to um, help people that are in need. So, you know, those are some of the social service, or they also call them uh, safety net providers um, here uh, in Arlington that we, we have covered. And then we've also covered some youth-serving organizations like Phoenix Bikes. You remember Phoenix Bikes being at Phoenix Bikes? Yep. <laughs> and so Phoenix Bikes actually helps kids learn how to, to build bikes and life skills, and they're they've been very successful in what they they've been doing, and uh, they came on to talk about that and how it impacts uh, the students that are in it. And speaking of students, we also had uh, some high school students from Yorktown High School uh, Key Club, and the Key Club uh, is what. It's like a social service organization. It's an outgrowth of the Kiwanis, which is a national organization that, uh, with the, for adults that helps the community. And so the Key Club does that for students. So we had two fabulous teenage leaders from the Key Club talk about what they do and the different service projects that they do for the community. So that was that was interesting. And then we also had organizations like Offender Aid and Restoration. It's called OAR. And their CEO came on to talk about what they do. And they help people that are returning to the community after serving their time in prison and coming out and starting their lives over. And a lot of times they have a couple of strikes against them because they have, you know, even though they've paid their, their dues to society, people... Um, they, they, they are discriminated against, so and it's hard to start over. So OAR actually helps them to find uh, meaningful employment, housing, um, helps in the transition back to the community, which is really important. And along those lines, we also had the leader from Friends of Guest House, which is an organization that helps women who have been incarcerated and are ready to start their lives over. And they do a fabulous job of helping with job training, job placement, and housing, and all of the support services that are needed to help because there's just there's just so much of a stigma on people who have been in prison, even though they have uh, served their dues. So there are organizations out there like that. And then you know, here in Arlington, we have a 
situation with um, the lack of affordable housing. You know, we are really um, thankful in this community that we do have we do have a lot of wealth in this community that it's, we're able to live and enjoy all the amenities of of the community. But there's a lot of people who cannot do that and who are struggling from paycheck to paycheck or struggling to, you know, find housing. And so I interviewed a, a few of those organizations. Those organizations, one is called uh, AHC, and I have to have a little disclosure because I'm Disclaimer, excuse me, because I'm on their board. AHC is the largest provider of affordable housing in Arlington, and it's the oldest one. It's been around for 40 years. And AHC was on the show, and they talked about the, the crisis that we're, that we're facing here with affordable housing. And they talked about the, how they acquire properties, they fix them up, and they make them affordable to people who need, need them. But they also have wonderful programs for the people that live there, educational programs. They have college prep programs so that the kids can be on an even playing field when they're trying to get into college and be prepared for college. And it's been extremely successful. They have tutoring for after school for students, and it's a, it's a great organization. And another organization that does affordable housing was also on this show. Uh, called APA, and they uh, they do affordable housing as well. And the affordable housing, you can never have enough in this community, enough people providing it. And APA is a smaller one that has grown steadily. It was founded by four couples who were sitting around their dining room table talking about their faith and how they can make a difference in the community. And they decided, well, let's try to buy a property and and fix it up for affordable housing. And those four people did that. And then like 30 years later, there were all these wonderful apartments and complexes that that have been developed by APA. And so we, we were fortunate, not only did we have the CEO of the organization, but we had one of the people who was part of the four couples, um, Joe Holy, come on, and it was just terrific. He talked about the idea and how they translated that, just four people just wanting to do good for other people, four couples. And so I really enjoyed that. Also on the show, uh, we had a, a, an organization called La Casina, VA. Another disclaimer. This is the last disclaimer I have to say, but uh, I am on their board. And they do, uh, they do uh, job training for immigrants and minorities. And it's, it was a fabulous organization, the, the founder I uh, had a, a dream of how she could, how she could develop uh, a culinary training program and then use that as job training, but then also helping to feed hungry people in the community. And so she partnered with a church uh, that allowed her to have the space to do the cooking and the culinary classes, which are both in English and Spanish, and be able to then train people and place them in jobs. It's been really, really successful. And now they're doing a partnership with APA where they're going to be on the first floor of one of their properties. So that was kind of interesting too. And then going in a completely different direction, we had Senator Mary Margaret Whipple, who is a retired uh, Virginia state senator, who I think you have met. 
and she was named the chair, co-chair of the Virginia Women's Monument Commission. And that was really interesting because uh, she was able to describe the 12 women that are being featured in this monument. And she has, um, she was just great. She went through each and every one of them and they were a diverse amount of people, um, diverse types of uh, women, um, not just ethnically, but also in terms of what they've done, um, what their contributions to Virginia were. So that, that was really interesting. What, what about the arts? Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you asked that. We actually have covered the arts. So we had, uh, let's see, we had our, one of our first guests, I think it was our, uh, our second show, we had um, Miriam Miller from Opera Nova. You remember Mrs. Miller? Of course I do. Yes, she is a very, very enthusiastic person, and she um, created an organization, Opera Nova, and it has, uh, it, its mission is to really spread opera uh, to all uh types of people. So uh, people that are opera enthusiasts would go to performances, but what about people in minority communities that may have not have been exposed? What about children who may not have been exposed? And so Opera Nova has, every year it has a children's opera, and it's free. It's uh, shared with lots of Arlington uh, public school students and other students. And uh, then she's had like salute to African-American opera singers that a lot of people don't know about and it was just uh, really fantastic a lot of the things that she's done and um, to spread uh, opera to a lot of different organizations so that was that was really fun mm -hmm. and then Lucy Bowen McCauley uh, has a dance company you recall um, going to any of her performances yeah um, especially when I was younger I went to like quite a few of them so <laughs> yes, and she would have every year a Move Me Festival, which is a free festival. She has a, a wonderful modern dance, contemporary modern dance company that's really known well throughout the the metropolitan area. But she does a community outreach Move Me um, festival every year for free, where she brings all sorts of artists together and has performances for the community. And uh, it's been she's really given a lot back. Uh, in terms of um, dance to this community and community building, and I think she even has a dance for people with Parkinson's. So it's been that was a an art show as well, and um, I think those were the I think those are the two art ones that we've had. But we've had we've tried to do a lot of different um, other topics as well. Yeah. So like, what about like the environment? Do you have anything to say about that? Uh, actually, I do. We had we had the executive from Eco Action Arlington. Uh, she came on a couple of years, a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry, and she had uh, a lot to say about the environment. And what we tried to do on that show is we tried to do what we call Environment 101, where she really took us through all the things that Eco Action Arlington does to try to make sure that, you know, we love our planet and we love our community. And that's love of community is really important. 
we also had a woman on that does social justice. Service Never Sleeps, and she talked about social and racial justice. So we've really had a lot of different shows on, a lot of different topics. We are running out of time, so I want to uh, thank my guests here, my guest host, for coming on the show at the last minute. You've done a fabulous job. Really appreciate it. If anyone has any new uh, ideas for the shows, uh, please email us at yourphilanthropymatters at gmail.com. And thank you for listening today. And Savannah? Thank you for listening to Philanthropy Matters on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. And always remember, your philanthropy matters.